But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, a member of the Pulse Podcast Network, and your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. We're back for all of you that might have missed us. It's another rendition Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. We really do have a really fucking long name. Brotherly Love Wrestling it's, Podcast. It's a, yeah, it's a mouthful, that's all. It's a, I mean. Do we need to change it? I don't know. I mean, I'm. BL- oh, you think it's a little... Do we just call ourselves BLWP? Yeah, see, even that's, that's, that's a little too long. much. That's yeah. a W. It, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the W. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. We're kind of stuck with it now. Yeah. So, there's a lot to talk about. We could about. call ourselves Shithead Incorporated. And our fans would be shitheads? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think, so. <laughs> I don't think that would work. The little shits. Those are our fan base. The little shits. The little shits. I think we'd come up with better. Oh. I don't know. I think we we think, think about, about this it. a little I'll bit. I'll think about it. Oh, I know you will. I'll think Mid-show, about it. Mid-show, all of a sudden, you're just going to spit out some name, I can tell. I don't do that at all. Yeah. So, Let's talk about wrestling. This weekend is is a great weekend for wrestling. Um, starting out tomorrow night, we have uh, Final Battle up in uh, Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. Um, we were <laughs> we were in attendance for last year's final battle, which was an amazing event to say the least. Let me put it this way: I wish I was there this year, and I would have given up last year to do that. Would you? Absolutely. I don't ladder, know, man. ladder war. Look, the ladder war is going to be a great ladder match. war. That's all you got to say. Yeah, but you know what? Cody versus Dalton Castle, and Dalton Castle winning the championship for the first time. Tommy Dreamer and Bubba Ray against that, the Briscoes. That, okay, okay. I'll give you that one. That was an incredible moment. Yeah. But I think this one's still better. Well, I mean, it's yet to be seen because it, it hasn't happened yet. But, I mean, on paper, yes, this card looks pretty ridiculous. Um, so, well, I think we should just start off and just um, some of the, I mean, obviously, the high-profile matches. And we'll start off with the ladder match for sure. I mean, what do you think? What you have a winner? Yeah, I think uh, SoCal retains. You think? Yeah, I think this is. I think it's the passing of the guard finally. Okay. From Briscoe to Bucks, back to the Briscoes to the Bucks, back to the Briscoes, <laughs> and now I think you give. I mean, Ring of Honor is pretty unpredictable when it comes to their booking, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, I, I yeah. like being surprised. Yes. So if the Briscoes were to win, I think, I think it's just going to be it. An incredibly crazy match. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's already going to be an amazing match. Just, I mean, take the ladders out of it. Just the six guys that are in the ring. And then you add the... This, you is, add a, the, this is a nice caveat. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a great bonus. Um, Boner. <laughs> the One of the ones, I don't know if I would call it underrated, but... It's uh, it's one. Would you call it rated? Uh, well, it has to be some kind of rated, whether it's over, over under, under, or, or just rated. Exactly. 
um, is Bully Ray against Flip Gordon. I love this I story. Think, I, I'd call it rated. Just yeah, not underrated. Or is there a stipulation to the match? It's an I quit. No, I quit match. I quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. I quit. I almost um, second guessed myself. The story that they have been building for months on end now has been amazing. It's such a good storyline, and we witnessed it at the TV tapings in Philly. What was that? Oh, the whipping boy. Yeah, when he when hit he him the with the kendo kick. stick. Yeah, yeah. What'd you call it? The kendo stick. Oh, I thought you said kendo. I I might have. I, I thought I said kendo. Either way, we're always recording, and I can always yeah. go back and listen to your. I'm not up. saying you're wrong. I thought I said kendo, but I mean that was a great part it of the story. It was a trick line. question. I'm never wrong. <laughs> um, I, I so this. I don't know if this is the culmination or it's just going to stretch out a little bit longer. The thing is that bully can move to wherever he wants to on the card to either push or mm-hmm. whatever talent it is. I think flip wins this one. They you don't think bully actually quits. I think he might, they might pull a pass out. Okay. They might. I don't know if you can have a guy with the name bully actually quit with his cat, the way his character is. He's this old grizzled vet. He's uh, a punk. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's, punk. He's the punk. Yeah, he's a yeah. punk for sure. But I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that in a bad way. He plays a good. Punk. No, you're right. He's no, I prick. understand what you're saying. Yeah, he plays a good prick. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I don't know if you can book him losing and kind of lose that that edge. Yeah, because he's kind of in between with. Because now maybe not because he's not a weaselly heel like Miz, so like them you can see giving up. But Bully Ray, I can't see him saying I quit. I don't think he says it, but I still think Flip wins. Yeah. Give the old Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold way out. Either that, or they stop the match for some reason. Hmm. That would have to be really, really bad if they stopped the match for Bully Ray not being able to continue. Actually, now I might be talking myself out of it and flipping it the <laughs> other way, where yes. Flip, Flip loses, but he never says I quit. Yeah. I think I might have just fucking, in spur of the moment <laughs> fashion, talked myself out of my original prediction and now talked myself into. A better prediction. Yeah, make him... I mean, not obviously, like, he's not a pure baby face already, but it's just... It would add, Pushes it more. Yeah, that's more the Austin. Yes, exactly. Flip doesn't... Yep, and we're going to go with that. That's what you're going to go with? That's okay. what we're going to go with. It took us a while to get there, but we yeah, got there. Yeah, that's what we're going to go okay. with. Yeah. Um, one more, and I want to get your opinion on this one because I know you're, you're a big fan, is Zack Sabre Jr. against Jonathan Grisham. And Grisham. I think... Gresham, man, why do I keep doing that? Because you suck. God, um, this is a wrestling match, a pure wrestling match. This is, a, this is a very technical wrestling match. It's, I think there was a poll online, and I picked Gresham. So okay. I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna stick, stay true to my original pick. All right, I, I'm, yeah. I think, I mean, Zack Saber Jr. isn't around all the time. It's kind of like Will Osprey, where he'll come in for these like. Like last year when it was Osprey versus Taven, if you'd yes. ask me any day of the week, I would have said Osprey's going to beat Taven. Yeah, but he didn't. Taven won. I think we saw Gulak. We saw Rory Gulak beat Zack Saber Jr. Yes, um, was and it in the, the um, Kid Invitational? Yes, the Kid Invitational two years ago or three years two, ago? Two years ago. Two years. Not ago. this past year, but the year before that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Kid Invitational. Yes, that was and that was a really really and good that match. was a Shakara event. Yes. Yeah. So I think this might be like a homer win. Okay. But I think it's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, In my standards, I mean, it's not going to be flippy shit. No. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's good. Like you said, it's going to be. I think they technical do wrestling. like a variation of the octopus hold, so that's going to be all sorts of tangled shit. Yeah. It's going to be interesting in this match is going to be the reversals. Yes. Yeah. Which is going to be. I mean, no one appreciates it anymore. Would you just appreciate the finer things in wrestling? For Technical, all re- God. Yes. Uh, Technical you, wrestling is not appreciated like it once was. <laughs> you Jesus guys Christ. don't appreciate any, any the old techniques. <laughs> Moving on to another match. Oh, okay. Christopher Daniels versus the villain. This is like kind of like one of those fun matches that... Yeah. I'm going to say... Ooh, I see... <laughs> Final battle is such a clusterfuck for my head because it's like everyone's last or supposedly the bulk of their like main talent. Oh, it's the it is their final battle for mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, and then their contracts are up. So is this like a whole make them look good and put them over on your way out? But then again, Christopher Daniels might be on his way out too. Yes. Yeah, there's if, there's if, a lot up for grabs now. If you keep up with being the elite. It's a whole mind fuck. We don't know what the fuck's going yeah, on. And I fell off, man. I haven't watched that since I'm, the last time we talked about it. Lucky to be for us, I'm caught up, and it's even more of a mind fuck than really, dude. It, it's just it's insane. This whole December 31st thing. I mean, I don't, th- and I feel that not enough people are talking about this. Well, you're right. You're right because the majority of people watch WWE, and yeah, honestly, people would people rather that... bitch about oh. how bad I'm, and I'm pot calling me black <laughs> i think that's how it goes no not even close but keep going i okay. think they know what you mean um i mean we like bitching about raw yes and wwe yes. people enjoy that more than talking about what could possibly be in wrestling and what could happen for the greater no one knows <laughs> you are very animated and frustrated about this i love that i know because i love it but it's also frustrating no, I understand it's so what you're saying. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. But no frustrating. one... It's because of the status of WWE as the show. The, the... I mean, look. The people that... A lot of the people that probably listen to us. And I've talked to... They listen to us some, for our wealth of knowledge on all topics wrestling. Well, no, and that's the thing. I, I have a couple people from my family that are wrestling fans that listen. And, and they're like, yeah, well, when you talk about the other promotions, I kind of zone out. Because it's not WWE. Because and, they're not... You know what I mean? They're not diehard fans that are looking for other wrestling. They just, eh, it's on Monday night. I turn it on and watch it or I Tuesday mean, night. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're all in it for the we're, we're in it for the cheap pop. We're talking about what's – we don't talk about everything because, A, we we don't do multiple weekly shows. We do one weekly show. If we were to talk about everything, we'd be talking for fucking three hours. Yes. And one, I don't think I could do that. Two, you don't want to listen to me do that. I and three, that. you'd be asleep. Yeah. So, fuck you. <laughs> We talk about mainly WWE because of the numbers. Yes. Yeah, you, you got to play the odds. Exactly. Do we love all wrestling? Yes, yeah. we do. Honestly. Even shitty wrestling that <laughs> Monday Night Raw has been putting out, we still love we still watch co- it. I thought you were going a completely different way. Do we love all wrestling? Yes. Even the shitty wrestling. And you <laughs> no. would have just ended it like that. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. think of that. <laughs> but no, wrestling, it, wrestling is the form of entertainment. And not only that, it's a great escape which we've said a thousand times. So, I mean, whether it's bad, whether it's great, it's all wrestling and it's a lot of fun no matter what. you got to suspend belief and just get lost in it. Look at us being corny as fuck during the holiday season. There you go. All right, so I think... I'm going to say Marty wins that. 
Okay, so you're going with the villain. I'm gonna see. I I ended up working my way back and rem- rem- remembering. Remembering. Yeah, where we were. What we were talking about. I'm gonna say Christopher Daniels on that one. Okay. Um, such a twat. What? All right, let's go to the title match. Jay which, Lethal. Which title? There's two. I'm titles. sorry, the title match. All right, because I think the other title match might be more interesting. Okay, well let's talk about that real quick then. I think Page puts him over on his way out. I think Adam Page is one of the ones that he's. He's young, and he's going to become a hot commodity. And there were rumors before that he had the NXT contract. He just wanted to wait, mm-hmm. wait for the right time for him. And the, the, what you're talking about, for those who don't and follow, Jeff Co- well, is Jeff Cobb versus Hangman Page for the television, for the title. television title for ROH. And Jeff Cobb just got there. He just signed. Yes. So I don't think he's losing it to Adam Page. I think it's going to be – I think that one is match of the night. For really? sure. Abs- okay. I mean, I, I, ladders are so much fun, and it's going to be a, a fun match, but I think this one's going to so be... So you think the Cobb-Page match could be matching like over Gresham and Sabre Jr.? Yes. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> there, was a, there was a, a hes- hesitation there was, right there. There was a hesitant because this is going to have a little bit of everything. This is going to have technical power, a little bit of flippy. This is going to have... You're right. This is going to have everything. Yeah. These two are really really good Adam okay. Page I think is going to be if he's wherever he goes if booked correctly he's he could be a superstar yeah oh absolutely I agree with that and then the final one the the main title Jay Lethal Cody Rhodes I don't think Cody unless this is like some big swerve or this is some big like you said they're very unpredictable they kind of do whatever they want to do no matter what could Cody be partnering with ROH? Could ROH be like, cause you can bring the ROH title to non ROH events. And I don't know. Do they let you defend it? I guess it would have to be, I guess they would decide like this could yeah. be an ROH title match. I think yeah. I've seen that once or twice, mm-hmm. but again, I don't think, I think Jay lethal wins. And I think Taven finally beats, uh, lethal for the belt. Okay. Unless when is this, Rumored Impact versus ROH title going down. Uh, rumored is for the night before the night of NXT Madison Square Garden, April sixth. Yes, for super at Supercard of Honor. Yeah, yeah, April sixth in the. If I have to stay true, Madison Square if Garden. I have to stay true to what I was saying, what I was saying is that eventually Austin Aries will win that title. Yeah. So, but it could go lethal then Taven then. Yeah. Oh yeah, Aries absolutely. Coming and win it. Yeah. Anywho, I don't know. This whole fucking December 31st and the contracts has gotten me. And If it's non-WWE, that's where my mind is. Yeah. I want to know what the hell is going to happen. I'm getting very impatient. There's, yeah, there's a, very impatient. a lot up in the air. A lot. I mean, so many things could happen. And I can't wait for January 1st. So um, if it's all just a, a rib and they're going for. Just trying to get as many eyes to watch them to see what's going to happen. If it's legitimately them filming Marty Skrull's uh, New Year's Eve party. That would be great. <laughs> or New Year's Day party. Yes. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Yep. Next. So, um, I mean, the other thing I really wanted to move on to is the other big is event it, this is weekend. Is there another, another pay-per-view or something going there on? There is. And then you shouldn't talk about it like that. It's going to be a good event. It might not live up to final battle, but... TLC is going to be a good event. If they compete with each other, WWE is usually well aware of it. Mm-hmm. 
I think they're gonna they're gonna put on because remember what they did with NXT. Like we thought Supercard was gonna be great. NXT fucking wiped the floor with every pay per view or every event that whole weekend. Yeah. WWE has an eye on it. They know that there could be some intrigue. There could be some fun things that happen. So and they're going into a perfect a gimmicky pay per view where there's a good amount of gimmicky matches. Yes. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. It'll be good and it'll be fun. Um, I mean, it'll there, be foot. <laughs> there's or a gun. Looking at the whole card, there's only like uh, maybe two. There's a couple matches. There's two that, matches I don't want to see. There's I really could care less. Yeah. And I'm hoping the one I'm about to talk about is on the pre-show, and that's the Mixed Alicia. Challenge. Yeah, Alicia yeah. Fox with Mahal against Truth and Carmella. And Remember, it's not because of the well half of it's because of participants, um, because I, I think Alicia like, Fox is sitting around for no reason, and so is Jinder Mahal. I think they're wastes. You think they're sticking around for no reason? Like, they're around for no reason, not sticking around. They are around for no reason. And I think... Oh, you think they want to leave, but WWE's holding on to them? (laughs) No, no, no. I think they're just there for... You know what I mean? They're they're pointless, and you might... Just hands... Pointless? The modern-day Maserati is pointless? Yeah. The modern-day mozzarella is pointless. Just give R-Truth and Carmella the 30 spot and just end it like that. That's... I mean, I know there was a lot of injuries that happened. Yeah, there was. I want to know who was originally supposed to get the 30 spot. I would like Because to know they that. had it planned, and it definitely wasn't this. No. No way in hell. In the beginning of this, they thought, you know what? This is going to be the final. There's no way. I would have given it to fucking Kurt Hawkins. The, I, we talked about that two weeks ago? He comes out ago? 30, and there's only like three guys left and wins. Yes. That's how you do it. That's oh, how you do it, kid. Yeah. That's how you book a winner. There's your WrestleMania ro- moment. Ryder right. got one. Why the fuck can't Hawkins? He's got to outdo him. Oh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Until we see who actually wins the Rumble this year. Like, nah, okay, maybe they should have won. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that match I really could care less about. And then the... Unless it's The Rock. Oh, we'll get into that later, though. Yeah. Um. Ronda and Nia. This has been probably the first few that Ronda's in that I, I'm not, I really don't care to see Ronda. Like they, I think they've ruined that feud. I mean, they screwed this feud up. And screwed the feud up. They screwed the pooch. Yeah, they really did. And they kind of, this is it for Ronda as far as this is her worst one so far. Because I, I, I've been pretty interested in every other storyline she's done. Well, she already had a storyline with Jax once. Exactly. You were more interested in the, I, I don't even remember. what They were all laughing at one point and then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They turned her like weird heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everyone else but this one I, I've been kind of interested in, or very, to that scale. But um, but this one I really don't care. I mean, I, I assume Ronda's going to keep the title. I don't think she's dropping it. Um, so I just I really could care less. So what happens after this then? If the, say say Ronda wins, where do we go from here? Well, she's the champ going into Rumble, so she needs a contender. I'm drawing a blank on who who we got. I mean, just fill, unless a they fill do in. the same thing they did last year, and they have the the champion sit ringside and not perform in the in the rumble again, like they like they did last year. They might. They might. And I mean, with Ronda, I rather that because you know, I mean, why force something why if it's force not it? needed? Yeah, you're, you're you want to build to to mania anyway. That's like your end that, game. That's that your title. end game goal with Ronda. Just get her to Mania. Just get her to Mania well, where we can build. Yeah, where you're going to have the build that you want. Supposedly, it's either going to be Charlotte or Becky. 
Exactly. Or both. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm good with that then. But, all right, I'll wait till we get to it. I'll wait till we get to it. I'll be okay. patient. I'll be patient. Okay, good. Um, I'm trying to do, I'm just kind of like looking and skipping around at different matches to try and pick. Well, I'll pick one out for you. Go ahead. 205 Live. Okay, that was actually right under. 205 Live Champion. Yeah, the, oh, this, do you want to talk about one of the matches of the night? Is going to be this match as far as wrestling goes. Yeah, as far as like excitement and interest and professional wrestling, mm-hmm. it's going to be this match. Yeah, for sure. I love what they did on SmackDown with Daniel Bryan and Mustafa Ali. It was great. I loved that. It was great. And you know what? I'm glad I they didn't do what I tweeted out they were going to do because I said they should, that they, I could see them taking Daniel Bryan and taking Mustafa Ali's style away from him and just having Brian wrestle no, him. It would have been a squash match at that point. Yes, I know, no, no, I know. But not, not really a squash. Not, yeah, he wouldn't yeah. squash him. But he would just keep him on the ground, headlocks, it would have arm been a, locks. It would have been a prick move, and it would have been a good heel move. And that's where but, my mind was. But I'm glad they didn't because it made it that much better they of a match. They had like an eight, ten-minute match. Yeah, and it was to great. To start off SmackDown. Mm-hmm. What a fucking concept. Although, I did not like the... Spanish fly off the top rope in commercial. <laughs> How the fuck do you do a move like that off the top rope oh, and in the little fucking picture-in-picture box atop my screen that should be full? I mean, come on, WWE. Pick your spots. Shit, we gotta get back to the TV. We gotta get back to the... <laughs> they're doing a big move. They're doing one of those flipping moves. Come on, come on. God damn it. They missed it. Tell so me you got that. Murphy, uh, Murphy retains? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I mean, Murphy retains, and then they try. Uh, hopefully, they try and mix it up a little bit. Add some, add some new people because it's been Ali Alexander, Ali Murphy, Alexander Murphy. I mean, those are the three. Yes, that have been in it. I mean, now I kind of want. I don't want them to do the WWE thing and get comfortable and be like, all right, well, this is what we're gonna get. This guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah, it's gonna be for rows of fives to sevens. You build a division. Have a new contender. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think who your next contender probably is. I'd love best to see to be. Tony Nice first fucking Buddy uh, Murphy. Nice would be very good. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, next one I'm going to jump to is one that was actually just announced um, Tuesday afternoon was Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton in a chairs match. Well, what? What do you do if you, like you hit first just, person, first person he gets hit with a chair loses? No, I think it's like like actually no, I can't say it's like a tables match because when you put someone to a table, it's over. Exactly. But no, you I, just get to use I think it's your just only the your use, only yes. weapon. Like there's just gonna be just chairs chair. out the ass around ringside, basically. Chairs out the ass. Now, what <laughs> unit of measurement is that? Now, is that like the metric unit? Out the ass, out the ass. Well, that's just like when you when you walk outside in summertime, it's hot as balls. Oh, as balls would be the unit of <laughs> yeah, measurement. Exactly. I think that's from it? old Greek mythology. Exactly. Of, yeah. Tis hot as balls out here. <laughs> Not that it matters who wins on that one. Um, I mean, it's just they've had a pretty good feud going on, Orton and Mysterio. So Orton's that should been, be a pretty Orton's, entertaining match. <laughs> Orton came in. A legend killer. Yes. And now he's a legend still killing legends. True. Yeah. It's like... But he can pull it off. No, I know. No, I'm not... Again, this isn't a snub at Randy Orton. This is his... This is him. Yeah. Being able to be the prick heel, people just... He's easy to to hate. 
but also like at the same time because he does it so well. Yeah, very true. I could see Orton win that. Yeah, absolutely. Garner well, yeah, heat. because it's, I mean, it's tailored for his character to win that. They have that. Now, the funny thing is with Randy Orton, they have that now with Samoa Joe, and they've had it for a while. You're right. Samoa Joe is that ruthless person like Orton. Like, mm-hmm. just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. The only thing is we haven't seen Joe as a face. Not in this company. True. But they have that with Samoa Joe, except they have the bigger, badder version of it. Why not build him as that? Orton was a champion, what, 12, 13 times? Yeah. Yeah, 13, I think. When's, Joe needs to get that title. Well, that's the He other needs thing, to be that. It's funny you said that, Joe, because him not being on the card. Didn't even make the card. You know what I mean? It, it's so packed that... It's so packed that him and... <laughs> Him and Hardy are going at it. Actually, he's going at it with Hardy. Hardy really can't retort against Samoa Joe. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Hardy doesn't even have to speak, though. He's always over. He'll always be over. And this is, and it's not like they're going to just add that last minute because these are already 12 matches on this card. So. Was TLC going for six? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. No, they're not. They're probably going for five with an hour. They might be going for six. Who the fuck knows anymore? Tag match. Tag match. Tag. Usos. You're it. Triple threat. Bar. Yeah. New day. This is going to be a, a very said, good match I said well. this last week. Mm-hmm. It's this, and I just said it for the cruiserweights. Yeah. It's the same three. Yes. You're all right. All over and over and over and over again. Are they great matches? Most of the time, yes. Are they better than Raw? Yes. Duh. <laughs> but... Don't, no, just, no, just, no, I'm no. going to say. I don't think they can hear it. They that's, couldn't hear the dog snoring? No, I don't think they can. I know our mics pick up a lot, but I don't think they can hear that. We're putting dogs to sleep with our talk. <laughs> this this is what we've been reduced Let, to. Well, I mean. The, let's, swe- the sweet, soothing voice of me. Yeah, absolutely. Has lulled a dog to sleep. Let's hope uh, that's not the same thing with our listeners. Yeah, they're going to tell us if they do. Yeah. You guys fucking <laughs> suck. Um, Anywho. Yeah, the winner. Uh, Usos, just for you're gonna have Usos. S's and G's. Okay, so Usos winning the title. I think this was a toss up. This is fifty, well, thirty three, thirty three, thirty three booking, not fifty fifty booking. Oh, okay, I got you. Little math for you, fucking no counting motherfucker. I wasn't. Can't pronounce no, names. Just... Can't count. Jeez, he was homeschooled. No, I didn't know where you were going with it until. No, that's a snub you on your mother. Percentage. He wasn't homeschooled. <laughs> The, this match um, kind of annoys me because of where where it could go, and that's the Finn Balor versus McIntyre match. I really wish the Demon would come back. Like I, I think pay-per-views are where you, where you should be bringing him out. I understand not doing him on Raw every week. I understand that. You can't. He's He hasn't been beaten yet as the Demon on the main card. Yeah, I know, but... So he can't come out during Raw and SmackDown and oh, or, that, or yeah, TV or yeah, that live events or anything. Like, but well, pay-per-view. But do you save it for every pay-per-view he's on? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I can't stand that they have this such a good character just in their back pocket and never fucking use it. It's just annoying. It's almost like he's almost guaranteed to lose if he doesn't come out exactly. as the demon yeah. on a pay-per-view. And I don't care. Well, that's the thing. I don't care if he loses. That's not an issue for me. It's that this thing gets over with the crowd. It's yeah, incredibly entertaining. He becomes a different you protect, style. That's how you protect him. 
That's how you protect Finn Balor. You don't see it enough because so you're going to get a lot of people up in arms about better booking for Finn, but this is how you somewhat protect him. So if he comes out as the demon, he shouldn't lose. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're that's right. That's his one that's his strongest personality trait right now. That's yeah. his strongest persona. We'll get more into the demon uh later cuz I have a story on him as well. Um <laughs> The, one of the top storylines on Monday Night Raw, or the the top storyline on Monday Night Raw, really is Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental title. Um, <laughs> it was a long pause. Yeah, it's because I don't know how to feel about this match. I don't like how it's been booked. I don't like. I think they... the match itself is going to be a good match because they have good chemistry in I the do, ring. But I don't. They they took what was. As soon as he came back, he looked badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, f- they did his turn perfectly. They did. Absolutely. And they ruined it right <laughs> after that. Right after that. They ruined it. He should have not said anything up until now. Yeah, Or right. past now. Or past now. Yeah, not still this not This shouldn't have been this. for yeah. the fuck. I'm going to continue to say this shouldn't have been for the title. Rollins should have dropped the title to... Not Ziggler, not who came out for the open challenge. It should have been someone completely different to come out for the open challenge, surprise them, and build that person from there. Yeah, I agree. I don't with know. You. Think it, that could have been a call up, even if it was fucking Lars Sullivan. I would have, and I do not like Lars Sullivan, but even if it would have been him, at least it would have been a decent booking decision. He comes out. Now you take the title away from Rollins, and you did two things. You continue the storyline for Rollins because even Ambrose could have cost him that title. Mm-hmm. And now you have a build for a up and comer, which let's face it, they don't know how to do. If anything, it would have been nice to see fucking CN come out and challenge Rollins for the IC title because where the fuck has he been? Yes. See, you push one <laughs> button, you push one button on me, and I fucking lose it. I love it. I'm like, I am like Brian Pillman. I'm a fucking loose cannon. <laughs> This match I have, um, I have an answer to. Okay. Because okay. and you'll see what you'll see where I'm going with this when I when I okay, say good, it. Because right now I'm clueless. Yeah, Braun Strowman versus the Constable. Um, Cass. <laughs> no, not Constable Cass. Baron Corbin. Um, all right. So this whole thing of I'm just going to win because he's not because he's all automatically going to. Um, but Spit. not disqualified, but forfeit. That's the word I was looking for. Who's going to forfeit? Braun Strowman. Because he's hurt. He's not going to come out. Okay. Okay, so... And then he's going to become the permanent GM. Okay. I don't see that happening. Okay. Um, What I want to happen, and I don't think is going to, but I want your opinion on this scenario. So, Braun Strowman appears on the screen, and his... In his hospital bed or whatever, it doesn't matter. He's on the screen and he says, I'm not forfeiting. I found a replacement to face you. And then Bray Wyatt's music hits. Lights go out. Music hits. He comes out. Ends up beating Baron Corbin. And then you have him announce okay. Matt now, Hardy yeah, now as the GM. I knew where you were going as soon yes. as you had Bray Wyatt coming out. I knew exactly. where you were going. And you have now Matt Hardy as your GM. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Imagine oh, yeah. the promos. Oh, 
Ooh, or match yeah. announcements, I should say. Oh, yeah. Damn, I only count uh, four more seconds. I thought it was going to go longer than that. It's pretty fucking long. I'm not a brat. <laughs> so you're right. But yeah, I think, or even if there's another way that it happens, but I feel that Matt Hardy has to be That's the good. GM. That's good booking. I like that. Especially if Strowman can't go. Because yeah. Strowman announcing Hardy wouldn't make sense. No, you would have to have the connection with Bray, and I think that would be perfect. And, and then Bray and, usher it in. And now it's, it pushes Bray even further into the face. Yes. Which is pretty much where, I mean. and well, But he, not only that, we've said it before, is what Raw needs is another face. You need more faces on that show. Yeah, you can't keep squeezing, like turning them real quick, and then only to turn them back mm-hmm. when they're not needed in that face position anymore. Yeah. But he was over before he got hurt. With Hardy, when they were the tag team champions. Well, they were over, but Bray was over. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone wants the... They want to see Bray. They want to see him do well. I mean, maybe not everyone, but a good majority. I think most people would be excited if his music hits on Sunday. He's like... He is what wrestling was. Yes. Which is a good gimmick, strong, in-ring, bizarre as hell promos, but still good when... They're not repetitive. Yeah, absolutely. Like when he came in, he did the laughs and he like fucking confused people with all of his words. That was good. Yeah. When he had the fucking Hawaiian shirt and the yes. the chair. Yeah. I missed that, Bray. Yeah, that was. It was, I mean, some of his best, obviously his best work in his career was all the very beginning of it when they first turned him into it. It was so it was creepy. Good. It was a great, it was like they did those fucking, the video vignettes. Oh yeah. Oh, that was so good. The they, quality, the that, quality of it breaking up and all that, the, the goat mask and everything. It was all perfect. Um, on to another match that is kind of now out there and goofy is the Elias versus Bobby Lashley. Kind of out there and goofy. Yeah. Because there's a guitar going to be suspended above the ring. Guess who's holding the guitar? The honky tonk man. Judy Bagwell. Oh. <laughs> that would be even better. <laughs> Judy Bagwell on a pole with a guitar match. So, I mean, in a, just like WCW, doesn't mean you win. You just use the weapon in the match. <laughs> they should have made this completely different. Like, this is a fuck-off match as it is. So, mm-hmm. whoever gets the guitar has to do a rendition of their favorite Hootie and the Blowfish song. <laughs> but Lashley... Like, if, like, Elias almost has it, but it falls, and Lashley gets it, and now he's got to do time or only want to be with you. He's got to try and play the guitar. And then Elias brings another guitar in and just breaks it over his head. That's how that match should... That's sort of the stipulation should sure, have been Sure, why that. not? <laughs> it was already a what-the-fuck match. <laughs> Who the fuck puts a guitar on a string and you don't win when you get the guitar? That would have been better for the IC title match. Or even the, the 205 Live title. A ladder match, you're saying? Yeah, a ladder match for... Not a guitar match. (laughs) (laughs) Or was I? I think Ambrose and Rollins could have tore the house down with some fucking Wonderwall. So you have the two main titles left. Which one do you want to go with? Men's or women's? I like how... I like it, and then I don't like it, because Mm -hmm. you said the two main titles. Well, right now... It took me... No, shut up. took me half a second, and I was like... He means the women's and the men's because yes. the universal title isn't even fucking existent. Anymore. Exactly. <laughs> That's why he said that. Because exactly. that title fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. The big weird red belt sucks. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. There hasn't been any relevance to it at all. 
So I'm going to go with the Daniel Bryan match because I firmly believe that the main event is going to be the three women. Um, so Daniel Bryan, or the new Daniel Bryan, excuse me. I like how they announce him as the new Daniel me Bryan. Me too. I can't wait until it gets old, but. And uh, versus, versus AJ Styles. The old AJ Styles. The new Daniel Bryan versus the same old AJ Styles. Uh, now the same old would make sense, not the old. Old kind of makes him sound he's, old. He's 40. Yeah, but. He's old for a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, he's still got going. a lot in him, though. Keep going. Anyway. Um, man, I I think you, Brian has to walk away with this. I don't think you put it right back on Styles. This is Daniel Bryan's winning this. Yeah. 110%. Yeah. But what, I mean, here's the thing. You've had Styles with the title for over a year now, or was over a year, wasn't it? It was over yeah, a year. it was over yes. a year. So where does he go from here? Because you can't get... I don't want to keep... I don't want to see it over and over and over and over again. I don't want to see Brian Styles. I want to see Styles do something else. Well, Why I mean, I we got the Rumble coming up. So, is he going to be in the title picture? Do you put him into the Rumble? I mean, there's a lot that's going to have to be built. This is the turning point for the rest of the WWE year right after this. Yes. They're going to have to build a lot of different storylines from here on out now. Because a lot of them, you would assume, has to end. Maybe not the, the the women's SmackDown title picture. Maybe that doesn't really have that to That might yet. transform into the just both main women's titles. But you got to look at Braun Strowman and Corbin ends. Um, Bobby Lashley and, and Elias. Hopefully ends. Hopefully ends. Orton and Mysterio. Probably ends. That probably ends. Um, Buddy Murphy and, and Cedric. That, hopefully that ends. That hopefully ends. Nia and, and Rousey. That's probably going to end That's already too. ended. And then... Uh, Rollins and Ambrose is probably going to keep going. Yeah. I think that's one of the only ones that is going to keep going. Get the title off of them. Why are you Why are you mixing a title in with that? I know. I know how annoyed you are. It, it's a good story. Let's stay with where we are. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Okay. Bring it back. This is a good story as well. Yes. But this is pretty much it. This yeah. This should. This is the yeah. This is the rematch. This should be it. Yes, it should. Bryan wins. Styles goes on to do something. I would like to see Styles either form a tag team or even just for for the sake of filler and could be cool and interesting how about we do sanity versus the club why don't we bring the club back yeah why don't we get gallows and anderson on tv and well, sanity that works and not only that then it wouldn't be a big deal of just putting them in the royal rumble match well here, yeah no but here's the thing here's how you could do this on like on um on smackdown like have aj styles come out and cut a promo after he loses and then have the lights go out and the cameras and do the crazy camera thing uh-huh. and Sanity comes out and surrounds him in the ring. There you go. Just for no reason. It doesn't it doesn't really have to make that much sense. I'm telling you, it's a good storyline. And not only that, it, he doesn't have to be the champ because he's so good. And then you have the, the good brothers who are also very good all brought back in. Sanity who's sitting backstage doing fucking nothing anyway. All involved. You are involving... What six five people. five more five people new that people. you weren't? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it all makes sense. And this doesn't have to go on till Rumble. This can be like a or, well, no, it, it could end at Rumble. Yeah. Like, just do it the one month and do have that match month. at Rumble. And they yeah, and they can all or half of them be could be participants. Put it on the kickoff show and watch how many people bitch about. Styles went from never yes. being able to main event with the title. Now he's on the kickoff show and people would be bitching and complaining until he comes out and he's number sixteen in the Royal Rumble. And he does double duty that night. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then it's I don't, oh, I don't want to see I don't want to see double duty on 
in the Rumble. I hate double duty. Why? I think for a guy like AJ Styles, you no, like no, AJ I'm Styles just, in, in general. Oh. I don't like double duty because now you've already seen them wrestle. You're telling me you don't have a strong enough roster? Bring me surprises. I want to be surprised. Yeah, I know. Entertain me at all costs, goddammit. So, the last match, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka versus The Man. Now I get to finally say what is being said. Yes. Which is... Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> what is being said is that Asuka is the odds-on favorite to win. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm go um I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not good with that. I still think Becky should hold on to it, but I don't mind them changing. Okay, so here's the reason I would like this. I'd much rather see Becky versus Ronda and a Charlotte Oscar part two. Okay. Because where does Becky go from there? Becky wins the rumble. Until the rumble. Where does Becky go from there? Well, she lost the title, so this is where you kind of have the inter three mix it up every week. Okay. Charlotte, Oscar, Charlotte, Becky, Becky versus Oscar. Well, Becky gets a rematch. I was so. going to say, are you having the rematch take place at, on a SmackDown? Yeah. Before? Okay. Yeah. Why not? Okay. I, it's not going to take place at, at the Rumble because. And that's why I was asking. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because because there's how you so, there's how you solve that. It ends up being the what you said. Both champions, which will be Asuka and Ronda, sitting ringside. They don't have a match that night, so that protects them from having to have a challenger. Yes. And now you have Charlotte and Becky both in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And now you have Becky win the Rumble. She can even throw Charlotte out last and have so many different, have so many near wins for Charlotte that the crowd is just fucking losing their mind. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. It's good booking. It is. Very good. Every time I like my own booking, I'm just going to state it. Good booking. So that about wraps up the the card for Sunday night. That about wraps up a good fucking two-thirds of the show right there, baby. Oh, good, because we have, um, we have some uh, rumors to get to. Uh-oh. Rumors, you say? What you got? So um, this first one, I, I kept in here because it was a, it's a follow up to last week's rumors. Ooh. Um, it's, I mean, because this is a more of a confirmation, but I wanted to put it in because I needed an extra story. So last week we reported a rumor that Rhino was retiring. Okay. And that was it. Yeah, we went on for a little bit of length about that. Yeah, because we didn't like how they did it. We were pissed. Rhino released a statement saying he's not retiring. He said, "Fuck it, I'm going out on my own terms." And this now. was a this was a video on WWE.com, a WWE exclusive, and um, he said that he'll fulfill his contract. Oh wow, I was going to say contract, and it's con- contractual obligations instead for WWE going into January. So he's booked and or obviously under contract with January. He definitely after, ain't booked after that. Well, yeah, he definitely ain't booked, and after that, he doesn't know. So. I mean, does that mean what? That doesn't mean that we're not going to see him anymore because on screen he's fired. So maybe he's just not retiring, but he's. I don't know if he's going to be on TV again, though. Look, most likely not. They lost it. They ruined it. Yeah, that, oh, absolutely. The ship has sailed to save. Yes. Uh, another 
one of the stories I Unless was looking at. Unless he comes at. out and here's it. <laughs> oh boy. He's just a goo- this is like a goofy fucking circa 1999 Vince booking. Okay. Or maybe 2003. Okay. So Rhino's fired. He can't. But now Slater's a ref. So every time Slater comes down to ref a match. Rhino pops out of nowhere with a ref shirt on, to like a janky, like ma- he made his own ref like shirt. Like a Mick Foley yeah, referee type, shirt. Yeah, like a referee shirt. Yeah. And he ghost refs the match. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're talking like a pulling a Sandow, basically? <laughs> that would be hilarious, Dude, that though. would, that would get gr- over. a great gimmick. He, he, yeah, he's basically, you know what's funny? he's Mizdow. But that he's... would be the thing that everyone remembers him for in WWE. If yeah. That go- if he does that. Dude. Why don't? Why am I not writing for this fucking company? Because everyone listening is like, I hate that idea. That's why you're not writing for this fucking company. Because that idea it's, is stupid as it's shit. It's only me and you that think it's a good idea. Everyone yeah. else thinks it's he's ghost stupid. Reffing. I think it's I think great. It's fucking hysterical. Absolutely, it is. And, and now you actually did something to make this him refing a match meaningful. Yes, Slater. Yeah, and not only that, because it looks <laughs> like he kind of turned heel in the match on Monday night. Um as a heel ref, basically that could really piss Heath off and really throw him off being a ref. That would be funny too. Yeah. Cause then you have him reacting to Rhino. I love the just idea like, though. Just like the Miz used to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, those two could pull it off. Absolutely. Uh, their chemistry alone as a tag team. And you know, I mean, comedically their timing was, is perfect. Rhino could always be out of breath when he's going for the count. Yeah. <laughs> So, WWE continues to have their eye on top independent talent. According to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, WWE is interested in ROH champion... Former ROH. Former... Wow, I read right past that. Former... Um, Former Ring of Honor champion Dalton Castle. It's unknown when Castle's contract will expire. We signed a new deal with the company in June of 2017, but the terms weren't reported. But uh, in a January appearance earlier in the year um, on the Sam Roberts podcast. He said, I have another year left with Ring of Honor guaranteed. Which is, okay. It's so, right I mean, around the same time. It's almost a year. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see where that leads, but rightfully so. The guy's, the guy's very talented. His gimmick is a great gimmick. Now, obviously, coming to NXT, I doubt he'll be able to bring that no. exact gimmick with him. Why not? One of my one of my dream matches was Dalton Castle versus Velveteen Dream. You now think, that could happen. Uh, uh yeah, he down, could be way down the road. He ain't gonna be. He's gonna come in as the Peacock. But I'm saying, I mean, Velveteen will be all on the. He better be up on the main roster. In another I don't year. think. I don't one. I don't think that they're gonna do this every one. I think that NXT is going to be its own entity and its own brand, and they have their major players that are gonna carry this brand. You think? I don't think as many people are going to get pulled. Like, look, they're kind of pulling them up one at a time. Yes. Like, they're not bringing them up in bunches anymore. You got Sullivan, and the next rumored to go up is Aleister Black. I think Aleister Black, it is his time, because dude, they do need to bring up other talent, and with Gargano and Ciampa now on the same page, Yeah. to kind of finish off Aleister Black. Aleister Black goes up to the main roster. You still have the Undisputed Era. You got War Raiders. You got Velveteen Dream. I mean, you're building what you, they have a three hour show. Yeah, and I mean they no, have. I mean their women's have, their women's division. They have at least a two hour show. Yeah, they could definitely be oh, on FS1. Yeah, absolutely for sure. I completely agree. But Dalton Castle could be another a good part to that. 
But so we'll see if he actually signs. Piggybacking off that, um, what I just said about WWE continuing to have their eye on top independent talent. Uh, indie wrestling company send, sent WWE a cease and desist for trying to steal their talent. So, uh, apparently the owner of Major League Wrestling, Court oh. Bauer, mm-hmm. revealed on the Wrestling Observer Radio that he sent a cease and desist to WWE for trying to steal talent by approaching them and discussing about a deal while they were still under contract with MLW. Yeah, that happened. Oh, fuck, I just read about this the other day. Who did they? It was Sammy Guar- Guarva. He was getting booked for MLW and stood him up because he went to a meeting for yeah. WWE. Um, Bauer said that he, ha- I had a guy at Whale Mania, W-A-L-E. Wale. Wale. Is that how you pronounce that? Is w- Wale? The, what, spell I mean, that's time? the rapper. That's how he spells it. Yeah, I think I it was his sure event. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm probably completely wrong, but it sounds good. <laughs> it did sound good. You had, you had me convinced, I'll tell it you might, that. It might be it. Um, but anyway... Because uh, he's big into wrestling. He had him at the event, and they were approached by WWE people backstage in the green room about signing. And he said, I'm like, you can't do that. I'll give you a freebie. Don't do it again. They do it again. I had to send a, I had to send a cease and desist to WWE. That's called uh, tor- torturous interference. So, I mean, that's not surprising to anybody, to be honest, that they're they're trying to poach these indie talents. Like you, I can't believe you're allowed to do that. I mean, I guess it's free country. Well, yeah, but it's yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably the... a part of the the unwritten rule of wrestling that when you have an agreement with someone, you, you have don't... to suck Vince off or some shit. Like what the no, fuck? It, no, it's just the you know. I mean, you... that's the unwritten rule in wrestling. But see, the thing do is, as Vince, Vince says, Vince and Bischoff were doing this the entire time with the other guys under contract. So I don't want to hear like you. Know, I mean, this is unheard of either. Yeah, you make a good point. So either way, I think it's a little bit, a little, I don't know. You can understand why the guy's pissed off. But they did yeah, say... Yeah, how are you supposed to survive when fucking you're yeah. get, your guys are literally getting plucked at your shows? Exactly. I mean, according to PW Torch, WWE is now looking to sign lesser known indie talent, which this guy would qualify under because I barely ever heard of him. Or okay. MLW. Um, WWE officials want to sign these wrestlers before they can make a name for themselves and develop a fan base is basically why they're trying to do this. Do they really have that much confidence in themselves that they can build from the ground? Well, they have that much arrogance. I'll tell you that. Obviously. Well, not necessarily. Velveteen Dream has been making a pretty big name for himself. But it's also NXT. Well, where do you think they would start? Well, I'm I'm just saying, but it kind of ends at NXT. That's the thing. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. For, I mean, hold on. Results have let me shown get my, that's what it is. Let me get my best <laughs> argument together on the paper. I found it. Maybe. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this none of this is surprising. We all know that's what they've been doing. Just look at so, all the signings they've They should just do it back. Like, show up at, like, a main show. Be like, I heard you want to make less money. And, <laughs> and less eyes will see you. Yeah, less exposure. I heard you want less money and possibly... More travel time added? <laughs> Boy, do I have the job for you. What? You're not interested. Was it the pitch? <laughs> so, I'm going to move on to On This Day in Wrestling. Okay. 
And um, what do we got? What do we got? I'm gonna start with the birthdays because I ended with them last week. And today, December thirteenth, um, this person was born in 1952. Oh shit, they're old. Yes, uh, actually, this is a a. Spit it out, goddammit. it! I'm trying. I don't want to how to put it. I don't. I'm trying not to give it away. I mean, the person You're is eventually... no longer is the person is no longer here with us. They died. Yes. Okay. So they're a hulkster in heaven. When the um, hulkster goes okay. to heaven. You never heard that song? No, I don't. I You've don't never heard Hulkster in Heaven? No, I don't. Oh no. Sorry. My. Boy, well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? After this, he's going to listen to Hulkster <laughs> in Heaven. All right, so do you have a guess on who it is? 1952. 1952. Um, Make some 68. I'll give you a, 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 I mean, WWF. 66. Popular. No longer with us. Mm-hmm. Did they, did they die young? Um, yeah, yeah young-ish. Yeah. Young-ish. December 13th. Not like terribly young, not like Pillman young, but... I mean, just on the general basis of a, of a human, yeah, younger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... Try, not, try not to give it away, to be honest, is what just I'm doing. Just tell me who the fuck it is. Junkyard Dog. Ah, damn it. I would have never guessed Junkyard yeah, Dog. Yeah, I know you wouldn't have. But yeah, so um, JYD. Yeah, Junkyard. I mean, one of the big old time names. Absolutely. Yeah. Those um, fucking chains he used to wear. His gimmick was a, a great gimmick. Yeah, you know I mean, it was in simple. the very beginning. Yeah, very it was simple. simple. And it was fun to watch. It wasn't over the top like crazy. He was cool. Yeah, Junkyard Dog was cool. So um, I remember. I think it was him versus Ron Simmons. That would be a really good match. I think it was. Because JYD was. Didn't he go to WCW for a little bit? That's that's all you. I'm my, my my mind is a little fogged. Yeah, but yeah, that's all you. I wouldn't know any of that. So I'll get back to you. Thirty-one years ago today. Whew. Yeah, um, Hamilton, Ontario. Dynamite Kid suffers a severe back injury during a tag team match between the Bulldogs and Don Morocco and Cowboy Bob Orton. Is that the one that almost paralyzed him? That did paralyze. Yeah, well, almost paralyzed, but ended his career. Yeah. And that, and the reason I brought this up, like, because of the passing what? of him yeah. uh, last week. Well, that's week. just sad. I wish you would. Come on. Give me something happy that happened. I'm sorry. I'm just reporting on what happened today. Jeez. I'm sorry. Come on. Uplift. Um, Lovely. This is not going to help. Oh, fuck. 23 years ago today, the WWF Women's Championship is deactivated. Okay. That's not um, as sad. No, yeah, no, not as sad. The title deactivica- deactivation came when its champion, Alundra Blaze, and the entire women's division was let go by the WWF due to cost-cutting measures. It's and like cutting um, the music program at schools. Yeah, but just five days later, Alundra returned to WCW where she started and brought back Medusa, and in her first act, she dumped the women's championship belt in the garbage can. Yeah, and that's one of those, if you're thinking of women's wrestling, that's definitely one of those standout moments. Yes. Uh, I mean, for an old-timer like me, I'll tell you. (laughs) Um, And the last one, nine years ago today, was the first ever TLC pay-per-view. Yeah, how about that? See, you ended it good. I tried. Nine years? uh, Nine. Nine years ago. So 2009 it started. Hmm. So I think it's been a pretty good run as a pay-per-view. Pretty solid. It's fun. Yeah. What would uh, you rather have, TLC or Hell in a Cell? TLC. Really? Yeah, because more options. Would you rather have TLC or Elimination Chamber? Elimination Chamber. Okay. Yeah. 
Same page. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it made me laugh because the main event was DX, Shawn Michaels and Triple H, defeated Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> In a TLC match to win the WWE Unified Tag Team Championship. That was the main event. That was the of main event. TLC. Yes. Of TLC. Show. Of the first ever TLC. And in the pre-show dark match, our truth defeated CM Punk. Wow. In the dark match in 2009. And that wasn't even fucking, they couldn't even show you that match. Mm-hmm. That was almost like the Sunday heat. I'm, Sunday tr- I'm just heat. looking down the card just to see like entertaining matches. Drew McIntyre defeated John Morrison to win the Intercontinental title. Oh, he was the man. Yeah. He was the the labeled. The Undertaker defeated Batista in a chairs match. So did he hit him with the chair and it was over? It just says to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Damn it. We don't know what the so, stipulation is. Well, hey, we got the network. We turn turn it on and see what the what the chairs match is then. Believe me, I'm not going to that match. No, I know you're not. <laughs> so, I gotta freaking I gotta educate you on Hulkster in heaven. That's true. That'll be the first thing we look up on YouTube. And believe you me, it will work its way into the show next week. Oh, I'm sh- I have no doubts. No doubts at all. So I mean that's what I got for on this day. Uh the last thing we can wrap up with is the Berserker file. Oh, baby. So, um, earlier in the show, we were talking about Finn Balor, and I said about the demon and how I would get back to him. So <laughs> He ended up right in the Berserker file, exactly. right where he belongs. Exactly. So this, and it's another reason why I said about it, because I knew I had this story in my back pocket. This is all about how it's being a challenge now for Finn to come up with and remember how to do the demon because he does it so infrequently. Infrequently? Infrequently, yes. Is that a word? It's a word because Finn uses it as well. (laughs) And I'm going to go with that's not a word. I do it so infrequently now that I forget how to move as the demon. I forget the subtle differences in the entrance and the mannerisms on how the demon works. When I get drunk, I could probably show him. I'm pretty good at it. (laughs) Now when I go out there, I'm Finn Balor. But that's just Fergal. It's just me. But when the demon goes out there, I need to transform into a different person. That mindset, because I'm not tapping into it so often, it's a huge challenge for me. i got to figure out how to do it every time. And again, I'm very comfortable being Finn. But when it comes to the demon, I have to re-educate myself. And that's an added challenge because of how infrequent we are doing it. So, I mean, that's right from his mouth that it's kind of, it's hard. Especially if you're not doing it all the time, you kind of get out of it. Because, I mean, let's face it, wrestlers are creatures of habit. They're doing the same entrance most all all the time. he, He did it a lot more in NXT. Yes, absolutely. A lot more. It's just, it's it's one of those tough characters because what it was built as when he first got there was he was unstoppable when he was the demon. So now it's hard to, like, he's not going to, he doesn't have that Vince McMahon it factor in the size department mm-hmm. yeah. to be this unstoppable force who just always wins. So you either run the risk of killing the demon or you can protect it for as long as possible. Why can't now? I'm legitimately asking you this. Why can't it be like a Mick Foley character? Why can't it just be a split and him just be another part of it? And we see it. 
what why does it have to be that one way well the way that foley did it it was corny the, yeah the, but i'm just saying as far as the you style kinda, you, you use it not you know what i mean he can be both people in one night yeah see now you you've made it almost into a joke not necessarily you'd i mean it's to, how you book them yeah but you'd have to handle that very sensitively to what you want to do with him when he's coming down as Finn Balor, then all of a sudden comes out as the demon. Mm-hmm. Not to mention it takes four hours to paint that shit on. Him. That's very true. He would have to come out with the demon first, obviously. Well, then you just the, now you've done the opposite of what you wanted to do because you saved the best for last. Now bring the demon out first to only have to bring out Finn Balor. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. It would work. It. I mean, I think it works for the pay per views. For the special pay-per-views, like but they don't the, do it. Yeah, but here's <laughs> the, the thing. Th- yeah, but here's what they've gotten used to now. When they bring him out, it's a pleasant surprise, and they want that pop. And now when he comes out, the match he had with Corbin sucked, but because he came out as the demon, mm-hmm. was it made it awesome. Yeah. So they want that reaction when, and they, if they keep doing it, like they do it every other, and they you know he's going to come out as the demon. You're not going to pop. You're not going to pop as much. True. No, you're right. So I think that they're running a fine. I mean, it's the it sucks because that's the way it was booked from the get go. Yeah. But they're kind of they they have to kind of protect it. It's one of their only things that they have left that is like special. True. You're right. In all of the people, because every everything is wasted. Like you bring out one good thing about them, and people just want to keep saying it. Like that's my fear for Elias. Is that I mean he's really good at what he does. And it's not even the wrestling department. It's just the entertainment value. But if they keep watering it down every week where it's the same thing over and over and over again, people are, might get sick of it. I'm not saying they will, but they might. Yeah, no, it's a possibility. People, You're right. Short attention spans and impatience. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really stack well against gimmicks for wrestlers. So my next, uh, my next story is about John Cena. And I uh, did an interview, and the interview asked him, which is one of the things that I've I've now started to think about now that he's gone, is what John would say to wrestlers who called John Cena a hypocrite for calling out The Rock on leaving for Hollywood, and now John Cena is doing the same thing that he once criticized The Rock for. Was that in kayfabe though? Was that in was that in storyline? Was that actually John? That wasn't actually John Cena. That was John Cena calling him out. On a WWE programming. This is what John Cena said to the interviewer when he asked him that. He said, I say they're 100% right. I selfishly, in a very tunnel vision feud, I would say, or grievance with Dwayne, I tried to do whatever I could to hearken him back to the WWE. Thank goodness he listened because we had some of the greatest entertainment because of it. But from a genuine standpoint, if you're taking it for more than entertainment, if you're taking it as as it was personal... I'm sorry, I was wrong. I spoke out of ignorance. When you do a movie, you're not allowed to do anything else. I spoke from ignorance. I wasn't in the movie-making business. I was in the WWE business. And I'm like, man, you love this. Why aren't you here? I've told this to him that I'm sorry, and I could tell tell it to you. I spoke out of ignorance. I was wrong, and I'm sorry. So it sounds like he's saying that he meant it. That he legitimately meant it. And that he was he was ignorant to the fact of what it took to make a movie and to be a superstar, and that he was sorry for doing it. I don't know where to take this one. <laughs> gonna be honest, because <laughs> you thought it was kayfabe. 
But it sounds like from what John's saying, I'm still that... going to think it's kayfabe. I'm still going to say he said yeah. it through script. You think? Yeah. And if you're gonna, and he's still in kayfabe right now. He's just well, he's it, just promote. Well, he's promoting he's Bumblebee pro- right he's now. Promoting where himself. From. Yeah. So he's got to play toe the Hollywood line, and he can't go heel and be like, "Yeah, I meant it. I meant <laughs> what I said, and I don't care." Yeah, I well, did sell out. I would never see John doing that. Well, anyway. here's yeah, exactly because his character has been built as the superhero. He's super seen it. He does no wrong. So if he does wrong, he has to admit it. Yeah, but not only that. He's like Mr. Clean. He's doing it anyway. Like he's doing the the same thing the Rock did anyway. So if he comes out and says, "Yeah, I said it. I meant it." Now you're like, "What a dick!" Like you're doing the same thing. You fucking hypocrite. Like you know what I mean? You can't. He can't come out and say that. He has. He to could either... in kayfabe fashion. Yeah, he could. No, you're no, saying you're right. You're saying you're right. he can't. In the real world, no, he shouldn't because yeah. he's promoting himself in his movies. Yeah, but in kayfabe, if he were to be asked that same question, he would do a promo, and it would go nothing of what he was saying because yeah, people I see don't. What you're saying. People in the wrestling world don't want to hear that. They want <laughs> yeah. to hear him speak the truth, but in a condescending type. Yeah, fashion. but he's typical John Cena and says what you think he would say. Yeah. And just squeaky clean John. Yeah. So the last one I have. wonder what he say if Nikki Bella asked him that question. <laughs> last story. Bray Wyatt deletes all his tweets. He deletes? Deletes all his tweets. Deletes? Leaving one cryptic message left on his Twitter. Okay. So um, Bray Wyatt took the WWE Universe by shock this weekend after wiping his entire Twitter feed and revealing one cryptic message in two short and shadowy sentences the, e- the, <laughs> the eater of worlds who is no stranger to unexpectedness now see that's not a word unexpectedness yeah that's a word that shouldn't be a word because it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> purged the entire twitter feed and left one puzzling note that signals an imminent change today i am someone different today i've finally become who i really am which what exactly <laughs> I am who I am, and that's all that I am. Yes. Um, So, I mean, there's and they're saying, what should we expect? Get him back on TV. Get him back. Yeah. They need him. Absolutely. Bray, we need you. Sunday night. I'll follow the damn buzzards. Where are you? (laughs) Sunday night, hopefully, we see him in my booking decision because that that would be perfect. I'd like it if they went with our bookings. Yeah. If they went with our bookings, I think people would be happy. I, I... I mean, some people. I know we would be. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I would be. Yeah, of course. But I mean, it's my creation. Exactly. So that about wraps up the Berserker file. Um, do you have anything else we uh, we uh, forgot to talk about? We didn't touch on anything. No, not that no? I can think of. Ah. Aha. Uh-huh. I thought of something. Take on me. <laughs> no, that wasn't. Not that, aha? Uh-huh. No. Oh, okay. No. Close. But I did want to just really quick touch on House of Hardcore. Oh, okay. Over this past um, this past weekend. Unfortunately, um, everything reported about Big Cass with the seizure and all, you know what I mean? It did happen, but it's unfortunate. We hope that he gets healthy and he's able to return to independent wrestling and... Um, is back to normal and get and gets healthy again, basically. But the event itself, um, it was a typical House of Hardcore it was event. Cool. It was a very was good fun. card. It was a lot of fun. Some we, surprises. And we learned we learned a few things about uh, the booking that 
Tommy had to do to get that fucking show to go. Yes. Because he got stiffed, he got screwed, um, and then also he had and he family some, emergency. And he caught some bad luck. Yeah. Um, you had Edge, who was supposed to be scheduled there that night, whose mom passed. Yeah, so... Understandingly so. Edge out. Then you had... One of his surprises was going to be Marco Stunt. He broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make it. Uh, Joey Ryan tore his pec. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make it. PCO pulled out. Pulled out because it didn't fit his business scheme. Yeah. What, <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. Yep. Unless that's setting something up like Dreamer's going to be fighting PCO in like a steel cage or some shit. Like, does he... But the, the problem is that you were right, that they never put that on Twitch, and that wasn't televised. Yes. That whole show. Yep. Yeah. Which was a very... Because he does... All the other ones are on Twitch. That was very weird that he didn't... I mean, he's got the Twitch title. Yes, that's That was the main event. And the night... And the week before, December 1st, they had the Blizzard Brawl. That should have been on Twitch. You know what I mean? It, it just... It blows my mind. I don't understand it. But... He needs a new streaming site. Yeah, I'm, he might. I don't know. Um, the other thing, we ran into one of our listeners, Bill Fry, who kind of recognized us, obviously, because he saw the T-shirt on Twitter before we obviously didn't know him. Or he stalks us. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's always nice Basically, being able to he came, meet them. He came up to us. He's like, you guys have been such an inspiration <laughs> since I started listening to the program I've really cleaned up my act. I started a, a a youth group with all troubled inner city kids. I'm teaching them all algebra and how to watch wrestling. He basically basically said that we were the most wonderful gift that he could have got this holiday season. The gift of brotherly love wrestling. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. No, it did not. I apologize. No. I apologize. But it was still cool. It's always cool. I apologize cool. for lying. I I said it, but I didn't mean it. <laughs> it's always cool to meet people that actually listen to us and um, and like the show. And actually re-say the show to us. I got to say, that was probably the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> um, Bill told us that on his way to House of Hardcore, he listened to us two idiots and last week's uh, episode 64 on the way down. And that kind of made me and Joe turn into little kids. And That was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. So we appreciate that. And we appreciate anyone who listens. Um, because we didn't think that anyone would want to listen to us two jackasses talk for an hour <laughs> speak, at all. Cause our, for yourself. <laughs> our wives are forced to do it day in and day out, and they don't like to do it. So uh, to you to choose, it means a lot to us. The last thing I do want to say about House of Hardcore, we saw uh, almost retirement turn into a double cross, and one of the best angles I've ever seen on House of Hardcore, the now... And Vic Delicious made their return to House of Hardcore, which I, I, I popped yeah, hard for. Yeah, we, and we're big fans. We are big fans. We're fanboys. We ha- obviously had Hale. We've had Vic both on the show. And um, to see them come out and then now come out with the double Duprees, when we first saw them for the first time in House of Hardcore, for them to come back and Vic after his injury. Kind of like full circle because we didn't think that we were going to see them back because Tommy was going a different direction with, but brings back some of the guys that he yes. stayed true to him. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was. Then that fucking bastard, Alex Reynolds. Alex Reynolds, uh, it, it looked like that Vic was going to retire and hugging all these guys that were in the ring, and then Alex Reynolds happened to be in the ring, the last one to hug him, and instead of hugging him, kicks him in his bad leg, picks his cane. Speaking of bad leg and not kayfabe, if you go on Vic's uh, Twitter and you mm-hmm. look at that, like I saw it up close and personal, that thing is fucking gnarly. 
Yes, the scar. Oh, my God. The swelling, the scar. Mm-hmm. He didn't fake it. Yeah, that's not kayfabe whatsoever. Holy shit. But the beating they put on him, um, Hale Collins r- running out of the ring and running back to the back, chasing it was, after Alex Reynolds. It was Alex a cool Reynolds. old school segment that it you really got to was. see. Yeah. It was like that old like 80s vibe to it. Yep. Yeah. Like the territories type vibe exactly. to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they booked that perfectly. Kudos cool. to... Uh, Everyone involved, and it was such a good angle. And Dreamer knows how to put him on. I told I told Vic when we when we saw him, he had me. He I thought he was retiring. Such a fucking hook, line, and sinker. I thought he. I felt I was feeling bad. What did I say? You said it was an angle, but at first we thought Hale was going to turn on him. That was the first instinct, and then when Alex Riley was the last one, Reynolds. O'Reilly, Jesus Christ! Jesus. Now I'm now I'm bringing in WWE superstars. Um, Alex Reynolds, not even good ones. That was it. No, no. So um, bootleg Miz. (laughs) So uh, yeah, it was a great night and uh, a lot of fun as always is for House of Hardcore. Good job, Tommy. Yes. So um, that about wraps up the show for this week, and um, we hope you enjoyed the show. And as always. Thank you to uh, the Daily Smart, to, of course, our network, Pulse Podcast Network. Um, Wrestling Worldwide. Thank you. And uh, and we hope you um, you follow us on Twitter at 215Wrestling and enjoy every other episode we've done. If you haven't heard our uh, earlier episodes, you can go on to Podbean or iTunes and check all them out as well. That's all, folks. Later.